you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. On today's episode, the Jags fire Urban Meyer. Daryl Bevel will be the interim head coach for the final four games of the season, but a tenure that did not last a full calendar year is now over and another transition ahead for the Jacksonville Jaguars and team owner Shad Khan. With us on today's episode are Judy Batista. And Judy, you've been following this situation very closely. How would you describe Urban Meyer's 11-month tenure as the Jaguars head coach? It was just catastrophic, right? It was uh, it's uh, it was an unbelievable fall from grace. Um, I was there uh, a few days before the draft in April when they were getting ready to pick Trevor Lawrence, and and I was there to do a feature story on sort of Urban Meyer's mandate and the mandate that that Shot Khan gave him was like to change the culture of the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? They'd been mired in mediocrity basically their entire existence. They'd sort of had these brief spurts, you know, where they would go to like the AFC championship game and then they would fall back and they just never had sustained winning or sustained excellence. And so that was the mandate, change the culture, like change everything, modernize the franchise. And um, Shot Khan, I talked to him when I was down there and he called this a transformational moment, like the combination of Urban Meyer and then Trevor Lawrence coming on transformational moment. He's a winner, a leader and a champion. He's the man we want and need in Jacksonville. And as you'll see shortly, he wants the challenge. He's ready. So without further delay, it's my privilege to introduce the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer. You know, as you pointed out, like there were red flags all along the way. Even before then, there was already one red flag. He tried, he hired a strength and conditioning coach who had been relieved of his duties at, at uh, the University of Iowa because of, um, you know, su substantiated reports of, of mistreating players based on their race. 
Yeah. How on earth you could ever think something like that would pass muster in the NFL? Who knows? But you know that coach had to resign. Um, so there were there were things like that where you just thought, like, is this you know, like, do you sort of understand how the NFL works? Like this stuff is not going to work with professional athletes. And 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 as you detailed, I mean, there were just a string of um, of incidents and embarrassments, even and things that are you know sort of relatively minor, like. He incurred a fine for improper off-season workouts. I mean, that's not the worst offense in the NFL. There's plenty of people who get dinged for that. But sure. just, but it was just like a series of things like that that you thought, like, are like, are you not paying attention? Like, this just doesn't. This is not how the NFL works. It's different, right? You got to learn the rules. Um, and then, of course, the you know the the Columbus bar situation was obviously yeah. very embarrassing. Urban Meyer did not accompany his team back to Jacksonville after the Thursday loss in Cincinnati. And then videos surfaced over the weekend of him having a good time out and about in Ohio. Some of the videos, um, inappropriate conduct. Let's put it that way. That was four games in and drew, I thought, a very sharp rebuke, public rebuke from Shot Khan, right? Saying he has to regain our trust. And you're just thinking like, this is one month into his tenure as the head coach. And you're already getting that kind of slap on the wrist. Um, and it just sort of devolved. It, it was just, uh, it, it, it was obvious. I, I thought pretty early on that this probably was not going to work. And then to me, that the, the real indication that this was not going to work was a week ago, they, they got blown out by the Rams and, yeah. and James Robinson is one of the best players on the team. The running back, had been benched, uh, Urban had benched him for an early fumble, and Trevor Lawrence came out and said, like, you know, this guy needs to be on the field. Bottom line is James is one of our best players, and he's got to be on the field, and we addressed it, and I feel like we're in a good spot, and the whole team is, we're good, you know. This is one of our best players. He needs to be on the field, and I thought, that's not Trevor Lawrence's style to break with the head coach in public. Right. And so when that happened, you thought, okay, he's lost Trevor Lawrence, you know, so, and then it's irrecoverable. Judy, if we also go back to the spring where when Urban Meyer, just a couple months on the job, you had asked him why he felt like he would not be the next successful college coach to fail in the NFL and didn't necessarily answer the question. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I said that, like, well, why, you know, their track record is not that great of even the best college football coaches making the jump to the NFL. And he said, well, you know, there's a lot of NFL coaches who never coached in college, you know, NFL coaches who haven't been very successful in the NFL either, which is true, obviously. But it also didn't answer the question. Like, he didn't, you know, he didn't articulate, like, well, why do you think you're going to be different? What do, you, what do you think you possess beyond sort of just extreme confidence in your system and your ability to evaluate players. Um, you know, and I, I thought that sort of told me something like, well, it doesn't matter what other, how, why NFL coaches have failed. So like the only question is like, how are you going to be successful at a path that other people have not been successful on? And right. as it turns out, he, he wasn't successful. You know, his, he fell into some of the same pitfalls that I think we've seen other coaches. And a, a lot of that, I think, goes back to sort of the bigger thing of being a college coach is a much different thing than being an NFL coach. You are answerable to many, many fewer people when you are a big time college football coach than you are in the NFL. And Judy, I mean, this is a Jaguars team that's riding a five game losing streak. They're two and 11 on the season. 
But had it not been for the stuff that transpired off the field, had it been just production-based, he's still the coach of the Jaguars, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think so. Um, because, I, you know, Shot kind of made a, a pretty long-term commitment. You know, it's a lucrative commitment, obviously. Shot has sure. plenty of money, so it's, I don't think it was ever a matter, really, of the money. But, you know, he'd made a long-term commitment, and he really thought this was the guy to shepherd his franchise into. Felt like a swing for the fences, didn't it? Yeah, like, right? Like, it was the superstar hire. Because I care deeply for players and people, and uh, I want to see the, I, I believe that there's greatness in everyone. And, uh, you know, he had lured this guy who had never come to the NFL. He had lured him into the NFL. And, um, you know, yes, I think if, if this were strictly an issue of the production, he would have said, well, you don't blow it up after one year. You give it at right. least two years. You don't want to blow it up on, with a young quarterback. You, you got to give them time to develop together. Um but, you know, I, uh, on the football side of it, like, I, I think it's sort of been alarming that Trevor Lawrence has not been progressing. Lawrence trying to buy himself some time, takes his shot. He's got Mickens, but he is picked again. Lawrence to the end zone, intercepted by Byard. And he'll just roll around and run out the clock. And the Tennessee Titans have come to Jacksonville to win it 37-19. I mean, this is the jewel of the franchise and the fact that they are not have not been able to develop him so far has to be alarming to the to the folks on the football side. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting, um, especially I think it was a great point you made bringing up Trevor Lawrence and his comment about James Robinson not being on the field, because I, I wonder if that got the attention of ownership like. Okay, you know, we drafted this guy with like supremely high character who is a team first guy at all costs and has always been. And now we're seeing some dissent here like that to me, like that's the alarm. I'm like, everything should have been a red flag. Like all of, you know, like I think we're all acknowledging that, right? That all of this, there, there were troubling moments. But to see someone, and remember it was Trevor Lawrence who had his coaches back like after the whole uh, by week incident, right? And which, and, first yes, of all, looks, was just awful that the rookie oh. quarterback had to be put in that position, right? Like well, right yeah. out of the gate, like welcome to the yeah. franchise. You got to back up your your coach who just embarrassed himself. We've all had, most of us have had, you know, separate conversations, individual one on one conversations with him, and um, I think he's he's handled it well to this point. Obviously, it's not an easy situation, and um, you don't want to be in this situation. But I think he's done right by us, and. It was a good meeting this morning, just up front with us, apologized. And, um, you know, we're a team and we're sticking together. I mean, that was just awful that he had to do it. But yeah, I, it, to me, what, you know, Trevor Lawrence, as you, you pointed out, like he's a very mature guy. He's he's really responsible. He's very smart. He's totally aware that he is the face of the franchise. Right. And that like everybody is watching his every move and parsing his words. He's very aware of of his role. And so when he said that in public, first of all, I, I it made me think like, what on earth are the players saying in private, right? If he actually came out and said it in public, yeah. you know, other stuff is happening in the background that we don't know about. Um, and, and then even this week, you know, it was after the Lambo story happened. Like he, he said, I think it was yesterday or the day before where he said, we can't keep having this drama. Like we've got to just be able to play football. Obviously, there's been a lot of drama, like whatever has caused everything, who, who even knows at this point. But there's been a lot of drama. Um, and for me, I think it's important to be truthful. That to me was like, oh, he's 
he's done, right? Like, and again, for, for a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who is not a troublemaker and not somebody to, you know, air the grievances in public, like I thought that was a very bad sign for Urban Meyer. Great points. Like you, he was brought in to define a culture, to redefine mm-hmm. a culture. And the, you, you bring it up in your piece on NFL.com, the own it phrase, yeah. right? Was stitched onto golf shirts, as you say, <laughs> painted on the walls. Like it was implored in everyone to be accountable. The s- city of Jacksonville, when they see that Jaguar emblem, there's a sense of pride and let's go, man. Let's, let's go. That's, that's, I can see a fast team. I see people that care deeply about that organization. And the two things I always talk about are that inspire, are part of inspiration, are love and ownership. I want you to own it. And if you don't want to do that, you can't, you really can't be here and to own that, own that emblem. And then you've got all of these missteps mm-hmm. along yeah. the way that were, you know, in a lot of ways denied, uh, at least the most recent ones here uh, from Urban Meyer that are Tom Pelissero detailed, that Josh Lambeau detailed, and, you know, in a, a sort of roundabout way owning up to what happened in Columbus. But still, the fact that that had to be done as the leader of the franchise just spelled, uh, you know, issues from the very beginning. And now as we get to, the interim head coach in Daryl Bevel jumping in now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think it's kind of interesting because I, there's a lot of people out there that were thinking like, all right, Urban hired these coaches, um, you know, and he put his fingerprints all over this staff and the coaches are getting a lot of criticism for the way the offense has performed, the way that Trevor Lawrence has underperformed in his first season here. And now one of them is going to be in charge of leading this franchise. And for the first time in NFL history, Judy, Daryl Bevel is going to be an interim head coach in back-to-back seasons. He did what this last year. Right? Like, right? I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's not exactly what you want to throw on the on the resume as you hand it up to other other folks here. But um, he did this last year, and you know, the, the Lions actually came out and mm-hmm. played a really good game against the Chicago Bears in his first game as the interim. Matthew Stafford had his best game of the season. I'm wondering if now we start to see it maybe. Urban Meyer had the handcuffs on these guys in certain ways and how they wanted to approach uh, offense schematically and from a production standpoint. I think there's a lot to be learned in these last four games about the imprint and the fingerprints that Urban had on the coaches and their game plans. I agree. And I, and I also, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the players respond, right? Because all of the sort of reporting we've heard Mike Garofolo said, you know, he's been getting texts from agents whose right. uh, clients are expressing happiness that Urban Meyer is gone. I heard Sean O'Hara say last hour, maybe that locker room is relieved. Sean, I can tell you absolutely they are. I got an unsolicited text from an agent. I said, I won't use your name. I won't say who the players are, but I think it's important to relay this. He said, uh, our firm represents multiple players on the Jaguars. We texted them to let them know that he was fired overnight, and we got the same reply back from all of them. That. That was the reply. See you later, Rachel. That's what that locker room is feeling right now. You know, there was clearly dysfunction and discontent in the building and among the players. And so I I think it's going to be interesting to see, like, how do the players come out in the last month? Yeah. Everybody knows this, right? Professional athletes know this. They're playing for their jobs every day. Um, and and they know there's going to be a new coaching staff. Who knows, will there be a new GM? I mean, Trent Balke is there. Who knows how things change, though, in the next few weeks? They're, they're playing for their jobs. And, um, you know, and they're going to want to put good stuff on tape for the next coach. Now, I mean, that doesn't apply to Trevor Lawrence. Um, 
you right. know, and it, may, and it doesn't apply to probably somebody like Josh Allen, um, right. but it probably applies to almost everybody else on that roster. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, they're going to want to, they're going to want to perform. And I'm curious to see um, if they're sort of, you know, light, lighter in spirit when they come out in the next few weeks. Yeah. I, I think we see this a lot of times, right. With a coaching yeah. change in season, there's like, there's an immediate, you know, like yeah. kind of jolt of energy mm-hmm. and uh, inspiration even, and uh, mm-hmm. like a reinvigorating of the players as they have this new voice. And now they, you know, they go out there and a lot of times you see a win in that mm-hmm. first game. Um, you know, and that's, that's how it went for Bevel last year with the Lions mm-hmm. won the first game, lost the next four. Um, but look, the fact is there's a lot of work to be done in Jacksonville and there's, you know, the most important piece, of course, for owner Shad Khan is now to figure out the path forward and who guides that path. And we get into yeah. that right after this here on NFL Inside Report. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
All right, back here on Inside Report, Judy Batista still with us assessing the path forward now for the Jacksonville Jaguars after firing Urban Meyer 13 games into his tenure as head coach. Interim head coach for the final four games will be Daryl Bevel, but the search is on now for owner Shad Khan to find the person to lead this path forward for Jacksonville. And I think it's interesting, Judy, you were just at the league meeting, right, where a new rule has gone into effect, essentially allowing the Jaguars here in a couple of weeks to get a jump start on that process. Can you detail that for us? Well, right now they could interview anybody who's not currently employed by the NFL, right? right? I mean, they've already fired their coach. So if they want to reach out to a college coach or some, you know, a former NFL coach who's, you know, currently on the sidelines, yeah, they, they can do that now. The new rule, the tweet to the Rooney rule says that um, with two weeks left in the regular season, you can start putting in requests for currently employed assistant coaches or coordinators. Um, the current employer can decline those requests. Right. They would be virtual. They would be, you know, Zoom interviews. But you can start the process. And the thinking behind that in terms of the Rooney rule and what they're hoping to accomplish is that they're hoping that will sort of slow down the process. Like one thing everybody complained about is like, you know, Black Monday would happen, everybody would get fired. And then it was like a sprint. Like you had yeah. to hire the guy immediately. And so um, there's always been a feeling that like owners don't slow down enough and like cast a wide enough net and talk to enough people. Dan Rooney himself used to complain about that all the time and implore his fellow owners like, what are you rushing for, right? Like, don't listen to the media. Don't listen to fans. You don't have to rush. Take your time and talk to a whole lot of guys. That's how he got Mike Tomlin, which has right. worked out pretty well for the Steelers. I so so. Um, so that's the idea behind this is to put more time into the process and allow you access to more people for a longer period of time. And the hope is that, you know, that gets more uh, minority candidates, it gets more candidates, period, in, in front of the decision makers who make the hires. Um, one, if you can say that this was a good thing that came out of the pandemic, but one good thing that came out of the pandemic during the hiring cycle is because all those interviews had to be by Zoom, you actually had time to do more interviews. So like a much wider array of guys got interviewed by decision makers. And that was good. Like that's part of what needs to happen to improve um, the fortunes of minority candidates is you, you need to get them in front of the decision makers. I just want to clarify. Um, you mentioned as, as an amendment to the to the Rooney rule that uh, coaches can now interview in the landscape of the regular season uh, if their teams allowed. That's not just limited to minority candidates, correct? No, that is right, that's all, all candidates, candidates right? Anybody, right, yeah, right, right? All candidates. Okay, but 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 hoping that that does have an effect on the yeah. amount of minority candidates that do get the consideration. Yeah. teams that have openings. Because, under, look, under a, a lot of the talk is about, you know, the pipeline. There's plenty of good coaches in the pipeline, but, oh, yeah. you know, it's incumbent on the teams that are seeking coaches to reach out to them and to talk to them. And so the thought is that this gives you a little more time to do that. So I, I want to throw out a couple of, let's say, a framework for potential Jacksonville Jaguars head coach here. Stability. One thing, right, uh, yes. would be almost priority number one here at this point. Yes. A steady hand. Been there, yes. done that no, in the NFL. No drama. No drama. No drama. A steady hand. Okay. Right. Uh, credibility. Um, a pedigree for working with quarterbacks. Yes. Is there a name that comes to mind that checks those boxes that's cr actually currently available? 
Yeah. I, I tweeted about this before as have lots of our colleagues, but like yeah. Jim Caldwell, Jim Caldwell, um, the former Colts and former Lions uh, head coach, um, you know, checks all those boxes. One reason why he came up is um, first of all, he is the steadiest of steady hands. That's a, he's a great coach. Let's just start with the no baseline. Question. Great coach, right? Peyton Manning would endorse him. Players play hard for him. That was always the best thing about Coach Dungy. I always felt every player played hard for him. And uh, to me, that's the that's the quality that you want in, in a head coach. And, and Coach Caldwell, I feel, has, uh, has achieved that status that players want to do well for him. Tony Dungy would endorse him. 100%. But he is also, like you said, he is of the highest character and of the steadiest hand. And those have to be big considerations for the Jacksonville Jaguars, even yeah. more than it would be for other teams, right? The number one consideration has to be somebody who can improve the culture in the building. And then of course that's one. And then one a has to be somebody who can develop Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that is on the football side, <laughs> the only yes. thing that matters, like you cannot yes. waste this guy. Uh, and you know, and Jim Caldwell fits the bill there and he is proven uh, like, since he was fired by Detroit, we see how very difficult it is to win in, in Detroit. The Bears get a game winner from Cairo Santos, and they beat the Lions 16-14. And for Detroit, the heartbreak continues. The Lions now 0-10-1. He won in Detroit. Yeah, he obviously, he, you know, he worked with Peyton Manning. He, he won in Indianapolis. So... Um, he, he's got a proven track record. I, I know that he wants to coach in the NFL again. Um, he'd like another opportunity. So we'll see, but I think it's going to be, um, I think it should be somebody like that, right? Like of just yeah. unquestionable character and leadership ability. That leadership ability. Uh, yes. 100%. And I, I should have mentioned that obviously, but it, it goes with the stability and the credibility and the pedigree. And that, that that's all kind of rolled into one there. And Caldwell certainly fits the bill. I think a, a person who has already gotten some consideration, at least from outside voices is a former Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback and a current offensive coordinator for the best quarterback to ever play the game. And that is Byron Leftwich, OC in Tampa, OC to Tom Brady, Super Bowl champion, the whole deal. Now, here's the the only caveat there, and while he is probably, and, and Bruce Arians has said as much, ready to be a head coach. I think he's everything that everybody's supposedly looking for. You know, a quarterback, a play caller, uh, and he's African-American. So, I mean, I don't know what you're looking for. He's a great leader. I wonder that if in Jacksonville, you do want somebody who's been there and done it before. Although I can certainly yeah. see all the reasons why Leftwich would fit the bill. I think I think it's going to be interesting because you know that that typical pattern in the NFL is like when you fire one coach, you sort of swing completely in the opposite direction and go for a guy who's right. different, which would actually make Byron Leftwich like the obvious candidate, right? Because sure. he's young, um, you know, he's an offensive coordinator, like he hasn't coached in college, he's a former NFL player, like. So that would actually make some sense. I agree with you. I think, that, you know, that's got to be a question of do they want a more experienced hand given the multitude of issues in play in yeah. Jacksonville? I don't know. But, you know, Byron Leftwich was a favorite son um, in, in Jacksonville. They loved him there. Bruce Arians has been saying that Byron Leftwich has been ready to be a head coach since they were in Arizona. So, right. Like, right. And frankly, I remember when Byron Leftwich um, was playing and people thought highly of him when he was at the Steelers. I mean, people then were saying this is a future head coach guy. So 
he's been on the track. Um, obviously, working with Tom Brady is a tremendous thing to have on your resume. Um, and yeah. working with somebody like Bruce Arians is a great thing to have on your resume. I, I think Byron Leftwich is going to get interest this year, period. Um, so oh, I think, think he'll be a he should be a very be. hot name. No, right. the, the caveat there is like, okay, like they're going to be in the playoff hunt again, right? Yes, and they're right. going to be on a deep playoff run. And it felt like that was something that prevented him or inhib- or, or, or was something that, you know, uh, was an obstacle right. to finding those interviews. But that's what that Rooney year. Rule tweak is is also designed to address, yes. right? That like it, these guys who were, you know, you're on these super successful teams and you're sort of, that sort of means you're locked out, right? Like it, Eric Bieniemy, the same thing, right? You're sort of, yeah. it, you're, you're trapped, um, this is an opportunity for them to at least do a virtual interview um, early on if, if right. the team allows it. And I mean, I, it's hard for me to imagine that Bruce Arians would deny Byron Leftwich the opportunity to do an interview. That's a great point, especially the way he's talked about it. As long as yeah. it doesn't you know, affect preparation and all that. And I, I feel like it's a professional, it probably would not. And for all of our loyal NFL Inside Report listeners, uh, some of these <laughs> names probably sound familiar from an earlier episode this week where we had Scott Pioli on detailing the case for minority candidates like Jim Caldwell and like Byron Leftwich. You look at all the coaches yeah. that were given second chances. And then on this list, you know, that I have here today, it's Todd Bowles, it's Leslie Frazier, it's Vance Joseph, Marvin Lewis, Raheem Morris. They were all, they all at one point in time did do a good job in the, when they were head coaches. And there are many of them. And those are just many, two of the names. Many, of many, them. many, many. Jerry Gray mm-hmm. was one that Scott Pioli mm-hmm. talked about very favorably, who's been, who's had some of those head coaching interviews. I think it's going to be, um, I, I'm interested to see what Shot Khan does and who is advising him, right? Right. I, right. I, the league wants him to get this right. Um, you yeah. know, they don't want a franchise to be floundering year after year after year. Um, and so I, I always think, especially for, you know, for um, owners who are not steeped in the football side, you know, who not like the Roonies and the Maras who have been around football their entire lives, the McCaskies, um, that like, it's always interesting, like who's in their ear. I mean, who do they rely on for right. advice? And, you know, again, Shad Khan was swinging for the fences and thought he'd hit the grand slam getting Urban Meyer. And a lot of other people did too, right? Like he was the big fish. And, um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to hear from Shad Khan when he said he's not going to talk again until 2022 after the yeah. season. And so I am curious to hear what he is looking for. Cause that has always yeah. been a thing like can can owners define what they are looking for in their head coach and shockingly few of them can do that you know and that's always been a problem with hiring because then they go with sort of what the hot name is and who they read about in the papers and who their friends tell them Uh, you know and that's that's doesn't work too often no, no, you're right. And, and you know, the future of Trent Balky as the general manager beyond right. this season will certainly play a role in, right. in how the leadership structure uh, is going forward there in Jacksonville. A lot to watch here down in Duval County, especially over the course of these last four games with the coaches still on the staff, with the players still on the roster. And then once the regular season ends and uh, the coaching carousel picks up once again in the NFL, Judy Batista there to help us with all of it. Check out her piece on NFL.com right now, NFL.com slash Batista for the blow-by-blow on what went wrong in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. Thanks, Judy. Thanks, Rhett. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder to download, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We greatly appreciate it. We're back with you on Monday following your Week 15 Sunday in the NFL. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? 
but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.